as well. And the Afghan people are as hard as the mountains. They have incredible hospitality, and I've been welcomed in warmly to many Afghan houses, and, and I, I absolutely love them. But um, also very hard. Uh, so Buzgashi, I think, is a testament to how hard they are. I think at one point an American cowboy came over to Afghanistan and went to a Buzgashi game and had planned to go and get on a horse and join and um, chickened out because... <laughs> Because it's it's pretty violent. You know, it, it, it makes me think it's like the country. I, I was once described to me Afghanistan as brutal but beautiful. And it seems like the sport is brutal but beautiful as well. Yes, indeed it is. Yeah. You know, we, we should back up for a second. Could you give us just a brief thumbnail sketch of the film? Sure. Uh, Buzgashi Boys is actually about two young 12-year-old boys living in Kabul. Uh, they're both very poor. Uh, one is a blacksmith's son, and one is a street kid. He's a spandi, which he, he waves uh, this sweet seed that he burns in a, in a can, uh, and it's supposed to ward off the evil eye. And so he's begging on the street. But they're best friends, uh, Rafi and Ahmad, and they both dream of being Buzgashi riders. Uh, of course, that dream is almost unattainable for young, poor Afghan kids, but they do dream of being, being Buzgashi riders. And this, the film is about their life and their friendship and it's it's about their one small step into being men you're an american from philadelphia how in the world did you end up making a film nominated for academy award i might add a film in afghanistan a country in which your country is waging a war in right now yeah well life does definitely takes interesting turns sometimes <laughs> uh, i uh, i guess i can give you a brief background of my story i uh went to usc film school uh graduate school in los angeles and one of my very close friends and collaborator in film school was this guy, Martin Rowe. And he introduced me to uh, this wonderful woman named Anna, who's also British. And she worked for the British government uh, and was posted to Afghanistan in 2008. So I packed up and went to Afghanistan to be with, uh, with Anna. And I found a country that you do, not, you do not see in the news. What I saw on the news before going was just bombings and bullets and the Taliban. And I got there and it was an incredibly rich country. So I decided to stay and start a documentary film production company to try to tell some of these stories that you don't see on the news. That led into five years later, I was still there. Martin actually came and visited me in Afghanistan in 2009, and we had been writing this $100 million science fiction film script at the time together, and he got there, and we started traveling around the country, and he was seeing it for the first time, and I was seeing it for the first time again through his eyes. And we said, let's, we have to write a narrative fiction film right. set here. And that was the genesis of Buscanshi Boys. Your narrative fiction film is the first Western film to be made entirely in Afghanistan since 1978, since the Soviet invasion. What was the logistics like trying to film and during a war in <laughs> Afghanistan? <laughs> the logistics of filming Buscanshi Boys were definitely not easy. We didn't want, want to just make a film. We wanted to try to help Afghan filmmakers because I had been there and looking around. The TV industry has been supported by the international assistance um, and it's doing relatively well. Uh, but cinema itself hasn't been doing very well because when the Taliban came in, they burned cinemas to the ground. They tried to burn all the film reels they could find and everyone fled the country. So now there's a group of older filmmakers there who have come back and are making films, but there's a whole generation, new generation, there's a generation gap, and the new generation doesn't have access to resources or expertise to make films. So 
we decided to start an NGO nonprofit called the Afghan Film Project to try to foster Afghanistan's film industry and help any any way we can to train Afghan filmmakers. And Biscashi Boys, uh, we wanted to have as our pilot project to actually bring on some trainees and have them have real world experience in mentor mentee relationships on the set uh, on a real production. You know, I was thinking about the, the the film while I was watching it. Okay, it's kind of a basically a coming of age film set in a sports setting, which I dig. But I was like, why did you choose that? Was it politically calculated? There's no war in the film. I mean, there's obviously a lot of poverty in the film, but there's no war. With all the rich subject matter around war, it's interesting that you chose not to do a film about war. It was a very conscious choice on our part not to do a film about the war, and that there's the reason for that is because we want to do a universal story and also show very clearly that there are people who live in Afghanistan, normal people, just like you and just like me, who have hopes and dreams. And we didn't want to make it political. We wanted to make it personal. So we chose a coming...